second episode 375 of pixels and ink the official podcast of cg magazine where we take a critical eye to gaming comics tech and media i'm your host today chris dehoog and i'm joined by our editor-in-chief Brandon hello Fry. there dan eileen hello hello and jordan hello Jerry. friends and uh cue the cue the jingle bells here because uh, it's our holiday episode it's christmas eve right uh, I mean, uh, when's this going up? <laughs> on Christmas Eve! <laughs> Friday, that's when it normally goes up, right? Uh, yes. The one time I have it right and you guys make me doubt myself. Come on. Come on. Sorry. What is that sound? Hang on. Sorry. That was me. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Done. You edit that together so it doesn't sound like a friggin' train wreck. And, uh... And you, like, yeah, spice and log some uh, audio Listen, magic. Listen, blame... Here. Uh, YouTube for its weird Bumble ads. Wait, wasn't wasn't it last year when? Uh, oh my Hansen God, was, I was uh, just about to bring that up. The, <laughs> the friggin' what? voice changer. Oh God, Santa stopped yeah. by, by, by the podcast. Good last friend year, of Alex uh, Hansiuk, Santa the Claus. <laughs> Santa the Claus. Right. Santa of House Claus stopped by. Yeah. Uh, to wish us all Merry Christmas. Yeah. Last so year. you know, it's a recurring podcast theme that Christmas is awkwardly <laughs> assembled. <laughs> Awkwardly spliced together. Christmas chaos. With, uh, There's Hollywood. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Tis the season. Uh, so what up, guys? So do we do we want to talk about the the, the one big thing of news this yeah, week? Yeah, we've got or... one bit of news. Yeah, and sure. Then let's then talk about no it. No business. Actually, actually, I have more news. If you want to, <gasps> I have more news. Okay. I mean, we wrote some Great news today. News. So that at time of recording, we could talk about it. Y'all excited for Pokemon Go Community Day January? It's Sfeel. I was pretty excited for your uh, your sweet pun. Yeah. Oh, you like that one, eh? I did. I saw it <laughs> earlier, and I went, "Ha oh. ha!" Thank you. I appreciate. You did it. not get quote of the day, but feel of approval is pretty great. Yeah, thank you. Well, <laughs> it works. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll shell off for any community today. I'm, I'm not I'm not picky, but uh, that's not exactly inspiring. Does that mean you can go use your little Pokemon toy thingy for community day, Chris? What's that thing called? That's the best time of day. It's or it's the best time to use it is uh, community What's it days. Again? The uh, oh god, Uh-oh. pocket auto catch, uh, reviver plus okay. from Brooke. Do you still use that on community? Uh, I actually went to use it uh, on on the on the big community weekend this weekend, but my kids have somehow misplaced the charger. <laughs> oh no! So I was quite distraught that I couldn't uh, just catch Pokemon while I was doing other things on Saturday, but uh, would have been a good oh, time for it. I should really get uh, my partner one of those. Yeah, or the Pokemon. Pops. But uh, yeah, the one bit of news that came out on the day that we're recording this, which is Tuesday, is that uh, Dark Horse Comics has been purchased by Embracer by Embracer Group. Ooh. I should put the emphasis on the right syllable <laughs> on that one. Um, adding uh, a huge roster of IPs to Dark Horse's already substantial roster. Yeah. So the Embracer Group is like um, THQ Nordic, right? Uh, so they own uh, Amplifier Game, Invest, Asmodee, which distributes a lot of like board games and okay. things like that. Coffee Stain Holding, uh, Deca Games, Easy Brain, Gearbox Entertainment is one of the big ones, as well as uh, Coach Media. Coach Media, yeah. Saber Interactive, Coach <clears throat> Media, yeah. Coach, Coach. I thought they also. I, the, I, I the thought game, it was Coach. also THQ Nordic. THQ yeah. Nordic as well, and Saber which Interactive. Also, well, the best part about this all is THQ Nordic, which is the center point of all this. Started by making weird kids games and just kept buying IPs, and now it's like one of the biggest gaming entities there is. 
it's starting to like rival uh the big dogs like the Advision Blizzards and uh, Take Two. It's huge. And... Yes. Gotta yeah, love those de facto monopolies. Uh, that's more of an oligopoly, Jordan. Come on. Oh, okay, 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 fine. Those those wonderful oligarchies. Oligopolies. <laughs> oligopolies. What did I say? Oligarchy. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, like, close enough. We're not talking war gaming here. We're talking. Everything <laughs> now, because yeah, yeah. Actually, the I, I I just noticed that they just acquired Asmodee the, like this month as well, oh, um, which uh, Asmodee is they distribute a lot of uh, board games such as uh, Carcassonne, Catan, uh, some of the Star oh, is Wars it, is tabletop it, is games. Is Catan them? That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually didn't realize that Asmodee had Catan as well, but uh, cool. yeah, they own uh, Fantasy Flight games. They own Fantasy and... Flight. Wow. And Zedmag games too, actually. Yeah, that's another pretty. They, own every, one. they basically they own everything. Do, uh, pandemic, a very big chunk of the board board game space ah, now. Hmm. So Embracer is really embracing ownership of a lot of things. <laughs> no kidding. Hold on, hold on. So yeah, I mean, it's good news for Dark Horse Comics fans because they get to this should, this should expand the number of like licensed comics mm-hmm. that they put out, which is already a huge amount. They do a lot of uh, like Dark Horse is actually doing Star Wars again and. They do with the alien. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna throw it out there. That's super weird. That Dark Horse does all those three properties because those three properties are now owned by Disney, and Disney owns Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange. It's a bit of a weird move that they moved back to Dark Horse as well when Marvel has been like killing it with. The, I, with the I think it comics. more is the fact that Marvel is very much kind of kid friendly, and Marvel really doesn't have that much of the adult ranges they have their i mean we have marvel. punisher it, there's <laughs> what is, pretty is adult it, if you ask me is it marvel dark i forget what it is called the marvel does have a branch that is adult but it really limits what they do there so who knows it's like marvel knights but that might be that. it yeah no marvel knights like as in k-n-i knights yeah. i know nothing I mean, there's something called Dark Avengers, but I think that's just a comic book. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just here Zombie for the show, Avengers. folks. Yes. That's just Avengers who are like, secretly the bad guys in disguise. Mm. And like brains. What? Yeah. Well, no, that's yeah, that's a whole but, other unnecessary. I mean, <laughs> what would this? I guess would this be like a sort of an interesting move too, because of how much um, Embracer owns, like even within sort of like the gaming sphere, that maybe like some of these Dark Horse IPs could be like lent to some more like video game properties because you know like you know we haven't it's like it's not like we ever really saw i don't think there ever was was it like a hellboy game unless they made one that was uh, tied to the movie they made one on ps3 right? there was a few that were based on based on the movies one second yeah if it was one of those based on the movie then like okay yeah but like you know the actual because like you know like actually seeing hellboy uh in uh, as like the dlc for injustice 2 like like showing up looking the way he like was drawn in the comics and actually kind of like being more like closely mm. tied to the comics than the movie version like was genuinely pretty cool um so like if, if we could actually see a little bit more like at like uh video games adaptations yeah, yeah we, might, we might actually get a usagi ujimbo game out oh of my this. god there was a hellboy <laughs> game the science of evil and it was yeah, published by konami was- it was very bad. Um, yeah, very bad. <laughs> was it very bad? Oh yeah, oh forty-seven out of ten. Oh, uh, Game Informer gave it seven out of ten. 
Oh well, okay. The game before we get so that. <laughs> means Ooh, oh, okay, yeah. You know it was bad. IGN gave it a three point five. Ooh. Wow, I didn't know they knew a number lower than seven. Yeah. <laughs> they, they gave Matrix a four today. Did they really? So. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people are actually not liking Matrix. I've been hearing, but then there's other like other outlets that are just like ten out of ten. So I'm so confused. They do the, the Embracer Group does the Witcher comic. Yep. Okay. Or oh. Dark Horse does the Witcher comic. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they also do uh, the Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. as well, the original. They do the Tomb Raider comic. Yeah, they're they're the uh, like the third biggest uh, comics publisher beside like behind yeah. Yeah. DC. So I mean, it's a it's an interesting move on Embracer's part because now they are branching out. Like unlike those other publishers yeah. we mentioned earlier, like they're branching out to a lot of different multimedia. Forms. I think it's a good like, move. I mean, um, Aspire does that. Is it Aspire? Uh, the Frank Darabond, a Sky, a Skybound. Oh, uh, Skybound. They do yeah. games. They also do like uh, comics. Well, it's the guy that did The Walking Dead, so you know. Didn't yeah, Kirk. Didn't yeah. um, maybe I'm wrong. I could have swore I, I saw this somewhere that like McFarlane comics or like like the like the like Todd McFarlane's IPs got kind of like bought up by some other. That's big... Image. Did Image get did get bought up by someone too? I thought I saw that somewhere. I mean. I don't. I could be a hundred percent wrong. I don't remember if that is the case, but anything's possible in today's world. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Maybe. Maybe I. Maybe I saw something else that was just like you know, because a lot of times you see those like dumb, like clickbaity articles that like suggest one thing, but then the story is like so far removed from the headline and the internet. I could have swore I saw something like that was like hinting at the idea that like at like like one of the big publishers was was getting primed to like scoop up image and like all the like all like like the McFarlane IPs. Maybe they were investigating it, but uh, yeah, they are still listed as uh, like Image still owns Todd Ta- McFarlane mm-hmm. as well as Robert Kirkman LLC and Top and Top Cow Productions. So. Really, Top Cow? Really, Top Cow? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they they produced uh, the the Witchblade and the Darkness and, and all, all the that. boob comics you can read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Witchblade, but there was a lot of boobage going oh, on. Oh, so day. disappointing! Yeah. That's my favorite genre. Oh, no. When I go when I go into a chapters, I go straight I mean, to the boob comic section. At least somebody's honest around here. <laughs> the other guys, oh, there were too many boobs for me. It was the worst. It's a well, I mean, when you're like, this is it's a really good story, and someone looks at it and it's like, oh, okay, it's a really good story. Sure, okay, but, I get yeah, you. No. no, it really is a good story. <laughs> the darkness. I really do read it for the yeah. articles. The darkness is the same way. Like all the women had like had impossible proportions. I'm sorry. Have you not seen any comic book or comic book movie ever? Oh, right. I just. Have you not seen a real woman ever, Brendan? They all look yeah. like that. Let's be they real. They all look like Barbie dolls, especially <laughs> little five foot one round me. Art imitates life, okay? <laughs> uh, I am definitely six foot tall and 101 Amazonian. pounds. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, man. You'll be both, girl. Yes, right. So em- Embracer Group is just massive, is basically the. Uh... Point we're getting at. Yeah. Thanks for pulling us back. Corporations <laughs> do be growing. Yeah. Brennan's got to rein us in. <laughs> Jordan, I'm having too much fun. Yeah. Uh... We're nice so, news. Here. We wrote some other news, didn't you? What, what I, 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 I put a story in here that we did. NFT! Make. Get out! Yeah, get we're out. We're not invited. Get Peter out. Peter Molyneux. It's Christmas. No, get oh, out. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we talked about that last week. 
Yeah, maybe you should have been. But too. if you had yeah. some kind of like, you if you wanted it. to add something to the conversation, something new happened this week. week. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, Brendan wasn't here, so Brendan, what's your oh, take on this whole thing? Well, just the fact it's sold out. It's almost completely sold out, and he's earned about fifty-six million dollars so far. God, and, and that's how he's funding Fable next. No, he has no connection to Fable at all. <laughs> oh no, I thought it was still no. Oh. Uh, he just got it. So apparently, it's uh, so the according to the information that comes out of you, Brendan, just blows my mind sometimes. What? I'm with you all the time. I'm like, when did you learn these things? Tell me more. <laughs> um, so apparently he's using some of the money for from this to fund that goddess game that everyone thought was je- dead. And he's like, no, we're putting more money into it now. I'm like, Is that why? thing he did like six years ago or something? Uh, it, it's been, it has not had an update in two years and they're releasing an update in like a week. So that's weird. Wow. I wonder if the guy that won that... Um, uh, curiosity game is ever going to get anything from that we really are right where we were two years ago so it really makes sense yeah, yeah. time has like we're stopped. exactly where we were so to be fair. yeah it's you're fine. wrong it's fine it's fine yeah okay i've got nothing to say about nfts you know, i'll let you know guys the go letter kenny fans on the, on the podcast no, sorry sorry it's sorry it's just fine. me okay awkward oh no the dog's up <laughs> to be fair well, the Letterkenny fans get why why I just started singing on the podcast. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those days. We said we were going to carol today. You just went a different route. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. To be fair. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, NFTs continue to be real baffling. Yeah, I don't... Uh, can't believe this thing's almost sold out. And what, like, what do you get out no, of it? Literally I, you nothing. Get a, you get land in a game that doesn't really exist yet and might never exist, but you'll own land in that said game. And then when they shut the servers down, you don't own anything ever, so... Well, the thing is, that's a weird thing. It's all blockchain-based, so even if they shut the server down, you have a receipt of a thing that you own that doesn't matter. Well, that yeah, that's, that's NFT. Is that like buying a, a star or a tree? No, because at least a star exists. Yeah, but can it just, like, burn up one day? It might be in, a, like, a while, but can't that happen? Science. I mean, yeah, I guess, but that's just, like, you, you knew what you got if you bought a star, right? It's you like, knew what you got if you bought an NFT, yo! It's like if you buy if you buy a piece of like you buy like a tree, right? And you can say that's my tree. It's like okay, someone might come and like cut it down, but you know, that's the risk you take when you buy a tree, right? It's all a gambling uh, game, folks. Put your name on yeah. a star. So it's 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 funny that in uh, the trading article where in February 2015, Peter Molyneux said, "I suppose the big mistake was estimating how long the game would take to make. I very stupidly and naively didn't build enough contingency time." Uh, my hope is that in six to nine months' time, people start to finally see the game they really did pledge for. Here we are in 2021, almost 2022, and he's needing NFTs to fund the fitting to the fund. And the we fund. fell for it. So. Almost like Peter Molyneux is a lying <laughs> hack who can't, you know. You know something? I think he believes the things he's doing. I just don't think he's very good at doing them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the intent was there. He believes in, in the things he does, but he's just not good at I doing. That's a perfect, think, perfect sentiment. That is the exact description of every villain ever. Yeah, <laughs> he believes in that. That's a that's a tombstone mm. quote right there. Well, the thing is, I think he like whenever you watched his his interviews when he was talking about Fable, he was talking about Milo and this stuff. Oh my god, my, I was just about to say yeah. Milo. Um, he be, like he wants he's off the cuff. He's just saying what he thinks. And I'm sure that back at his offices, they're going, oh, he said something dumb. We, we might have to make yeah. that dumb thing he just said. Oh, God damn it. Why did he do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people can believe in fairies and unicorns, but that doesn't make them so. <laughs> yeah, 
game's gonna have like remember the things he said about Fable? Like if you plant an acorn, that tree's gonna grow every year of your life and yeah. you go back and I'm like that never happened. Well if you die, you you pick up the game as your like son and you have to like get revenge and so it's yeah. He developed a roguelike. Yeah, so ba- basically, rogue like you could, you could go into like a town and burn it to the ground, and it stays like destroyed forever. And yeah, it was all a bunch of happen. bullshit. It was a yeah. At, at best, you had some of the morality stuff in Kotor incorporated, yeah. and that was. But you really it. didn't, because all the morality stuff, all it amounted to was you walking down the street and people going "yay" or "boo," and you looking kind of like a demon. <laughs> and and the, smelling, the, yeah, and smelling bad apparently because your flies around you. Because why not? Yeah, is. That, that is mostly what that usually like relates to, though, to be honest, the morality mechanics in games so far. Mostly are just like, how do people respond to well, you? Well, you know, I think Fable 3, at the very least, like had some kind of a moral quandary with the whole, like, you know, oh, your brother's kind of an evil despot, but then it's like, oh, what a twist. He's actually an evil despot because, you know, some eldritch horror is going to destroy the land, and he was just doing what he needed to do to protect things, and then you have to take up the rest. But it's like, Everything that you did afterwards was so like not important, stupid to like fund your campaign. It's like to it just lost the, it just lost all like good faith that it had it had actually like gotten from like you know the the premise it had set up. I feel that he yeah those, I, I I remember nothing of that. His game. design docs are always really exciting, and then it never actually comes to fruition. No. Potato loves Fable, so she should comment. I do love Fable, but I know nothing about anything we're talking about right now. Fable is like the game that hooked me. I skipped Christmas in high school because I got Fable. (laughs) Well, um, Peter Molyneux created Fable. Well, that's cool. I'm happy for him, I guess. I got got Fable. (laughs) I don't know what to say about that. And I I was playing... Um, Morrowind at the time, and then okay, I popped yeah. Fable in, and I was like, "Why did I stop playing Morrowind to play this?" <laughs> oh, I love Fable. <laughs> because as janky as and broken as Morrowind was, it was like so much more fun <laughs> because of all the stupid shit you could do. I never liked Morrowind, but I loved Fable. Um, like I said, I like Oblivion. Yeah. Oblivion was a really good like balance of mm. of like the stuff, like kind of like the freedom that Morrowind there, offered, but ESO. some other more. Go play Blackwood. Go play Gates of Oblivion. In <laughs> Is ESO. it good? You'll be right on back. It's yeah, the w- same thing. I want to play the janky, not fixed. I mean, it's probably version. definitely janky now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Fable was my was my love for a long time. So. Wait, so like Fable One? Yeah, or? the original Fable. So, uh, Just Fable One. Oh no, or I played the other ones too. Played them all. Okay. I was at mid. Did you like Here, the other put ones? It this way. I, I know what you do now. I was at like midnight releases outside of uh, EB Games in the mall, getting T-shirts and game guides and special controllers. I was that person. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I, I got. got. A, I got a promotional T-shirt. This is the, ra- the randomest story ever, but I actually got a promotional T-shirt for the Afro Samurai video game. Oh yeah, that seems like you needed that T-shirt. And it was, it was, I got it at a Rogers because apparently this is back when Rogers sold video games and I bought the game and for some reason they had promotional t-shirts to go with it, but they only had extra larges. So I just got the extra large. Welcome to being a woman in the games industry. That's all we get are men's extra large t-shirts. 
Yeah, but it was, it, it, was like, it was good. It was good to sleep in. You know what I mean? It was a good comfy I'm sleeping I'm still shirt. probably sleeping in, in my Fable t-shirt from 15 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. Oh and goodness. then I and then I went to an EB that my friend worked at, and she had a bunch of like leftover promo stuff that she was just giving away, and one of them was like a little statue of Afro Samurai that apparently EB had for the game. <laughs> so you unintentionally started a collection? Is that what I you're trying do, to tell I me? I love Afro Samurai. You have no idea how much I love that game. The, and, the first and game anime. was actually pretty good. The first, the first game was really good. I mean, you're, you're overselling it. It was good. Not it was really good. it was a lot better than it than it needed to be for an Afro Samurai tie-in game. Well, for a licensed anime. I'm sorry, no, did, we, did we talk about Versus Evil being purchased? No, I don't think we did. Did we talk about it? Versus Evil being purchased? I, I don't think we did. No, I don't think so. Oh, well, that happened. Yeah, Versus Evil. I, the Afro Samurai kind of made me jump to that. Yeah, no, uh, rightly so. Well, tell us about it. <laughs> versus Evil got uh, purchased by Tiny Build, the weird people that do... Oh, that was a while ago, wasn't it? It was like three weeks ago, but we didn't talk about it, so... It's a good jumping off point. Yeah, I, you know, the I think I remember seeing that. There, yeah. yeah, because I famously uh, figured out what happened to uh, Versus Evil's Afro Samurai 2. Yeah, you famously, you just said, yo, what happened? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was bad. Yeah. You just like, I, I accosted him in a hallway. He's like, oh yeah, I, that happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't a hallway. <laughs> I sat through his entire presentation. And then you walked out and met him in a hallway. Yes. No, I, I walked up to him on the stage. He was on the stage doing Q and A. No, it, was, it was it was the side. It, it was right outside the doors of Brendan. The, uh, I'm telling I was you, there. You were not was, there. Yes, I was. <laughs> you no, you weren't there for me on that one. It was at Migs. <laughs> it was at Migs, but this was it was still during this. It was during it was after his presentation. He was still on the stage, and I just went up and I asked him a question. And he thought I was going to ask him talk to him about the uh, about the 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 seminar he just done. And I was like, no, I actually just want to talk to you about uh, Afro Samurai too. And he called for security. Yeah, and then I, and then I was escorted out. And we never heard from Jordan again. <laughs> that's why Brandon had to come because he had to like you know clear everything up. <laughs> Sometimes I can still hear his voice. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was a fun yeah, time. Yeah, they're now owned by Tiny Build. Oh, cool! Nice <laughs> roundabout way to get there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, late night yeah, casts. Late night holiday casts. Well, Brendan's doing everything in his power to avoid the holiday. Let's be clear. <laughs> He's just like pulling news. He's like, this happened in 1942. Did we talk about this yet? No, now we got we got to shift gears. We're all just a group of friends sitting around the fireplace, drinking our eggnog, reminiscing about the holidays. Reminiscing? You know what I mean? We're, this is we're my sharing first holiday with you folks. I got no the, our, our scary ghost stories. Reminiscing is what I just said. Our tales of the glories. Of Christmas is long, long ago. That sounds kind of gross. <laughs> I never wondered why there was why there was scary ghost stories. I th- I, I guess it's a, maybe in relation to wrong Scrooge. holiday. Oh, I guess Scrooge. Yeah. But it's like I don't know. Maybe people were so bored in the 1400s that they had to get around on Christmas and and tell ghost stories. You know, Christmas carols are do not hold up to like any kind of modern scrutiny. If you really, really like listen to the words, they're, yeah, they're weird. They just don't. They don't weird. hold up. Like Trevor Nova said the other day, like deck the halls. That's not Carol thing. That's just instructions. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to say the fa la 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 part. La la. Well, then there's la, a, la. Is it from from kids from one to ninety two. It's like who's numbering the kids? <laughs> Lego. <laughs> no ages. It's for ages. And and like Lego, Christmas is for kids up to ninety. Yeah, but then you're not kid anymore. You're elderly. <laughs> 
yeah, Christmas Lego boxes, or at least they used to sell like ages something something 99. to ninety nine. I or, guess from hundred year old. What is yeah. that? 100 That's a meme. Oh, you, plum metal you just memes yourself. That is a meme. Yourself. It's a sad little old lady, and it says when Lego says from four to ninety nine, and you're hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. I guess from kids and elderly adults, one to ninety two just doesn't have the same ring to it. The whole point is that Christmas is supposed to keep your like childlike spirit alive, so you're still a kid at ninety two. Maybe it's just maybe it's you know back in the day because you know it was during the the Great War. Towns just what? didn't have that many kids in them back then. Why was it during like? <laughs> what? I don't know. I feel like Christmas was before the war. Well, you know, maybe that song was written during the the Great War. I feel it was not. What? Nineteen forty five. Actually, he got here. Like too much eggnog. All the weed. All the weed. <laughs> screw, it was written in 1945. Oh, okay. See, see, Chris has got my historical back on this one. Yeah, so, you know, towns How just didn't have you, that Chris? many kids back then. In the you know, in so good, good old days. No, it's just because that's how many kids that's how many kids would have been in the town. Kids from 1 to 92. It's like it's like when Santa Claus is coming to, to town. for what's happening right now. <laughs> That's... I'm so sorry. I apologize for nothing. I'm spitting that... hot facts. <laughs> that is the hottest of hot takes. That I mean, that is a hot take. During the take. Great War. <laughs> it's certainly a, a take. take. <laughs> Even that isn't it the Great has... War. That's the Second War. Oh. The great War was the First World War, Jordan. How many wars well, did we get? It was also They're both great. great. War. I mean, let's not let's not diminish the uh, the quality of either wars. If we're being here, if we're being fair. Oh my God. They were both Where's, great in their own right. Also, not glorify the military-industrial complex. <laughs> yeah, it's either. true. That's what uh, really drove up Christmas, right? Wasn't wasn't Santa Claus invented by Coke like during World War II? I mean, it wasn't in, like his. The image of Santa Claus was invented. The the myth of Kris Kringle and the spirit of Christmas has been around for like hundreds oh, yeah. of years. Yeah, but like Santa Claus in the red cloak and you know that great the beard, beard and, and like, yeah. the beard is like. Are we calling it a cloak? Is that what yeah, it's called? It's, it's cloak. It's a cloak. It's a, it's a Gamers cloak. unite! Me, but... In a trench coat. Yeah. Some leather during the Matrix season, whatever that might be. What's happening? So, Is Silent Bob trench coat outside so, the... So we're going to call him Santa Daddy? Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. Although Santa Baby is a song, so why not? Let's let's write Santa Daddy it's... tonight, guys. Yeah. I was already thinking that in my head. Just to, to How back, can we yeah, do this? You're half, you're half a step removed We can already. make it happen. <laughs> it's already kind of gross. I mean, mommy was kissing Santa Claus yeah. and running over grandma with his reindeer. Yeah. So why, why not go Santa Daddy too? So. I was listening to that song. The other day. It was like the I think it was like the Jackson Five version. And there's that bit at the end where where Michael's like like I did see Santa kiss kiss mommy, and I'm gonna tell my dad. I was just like little snitch. Yeah, snitches get stitches. <laughs> no question. Little narc. Yeah. How do we how do we all interpret that song? Was mommy cheating with Santa, or was Sa- or was Daddy Santa was dressed dead? Like Santa. No, Daddy, okay. Santa was dressed like I Daddy. think there way. is an apocryphal verse where Daddy is watching off Ooh, to the side. She's getting cocked by Santa. <laughs> How do you think mommy apocryphal. pays for those gifts, kids? <laughs> I think. Oh. I think. Okay. I think. Just fires put themselves under the trees, kids. Oh. Like, I think it's it's. Oh, I'm it's the only certainly, mommy here. It's gonna be a rough Friday. <laughs> I think it's certainly a case of mommy, like you know, sneaking a little kiss behind daddy's back. But at the same time, it's like Santa Claus. So like, it's one of those things where it's like you meet someone who's like <laughs> so famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like someone who's like so oh, famous. Yeah, no, that's awful. Can we so in the know? song, 
is 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 Santa on uh, Mummy's cheat list then? Yeah, that's the hall pass. Yeah, hall exactly. Pass. My joke it's was like great. It doesn't. I don't think. I don't think it would have to be on anyone's list. But at the same time, it's like you know when when it's when it's a is mythical figure like. So if a unicorn popped up, you could. Well, like if Gandalf showed up to your house and he wanted to sneak a little kiss, you're gonna say no to Gandalf, <laughs> the I, white. I might. He is. You shall not pass on smooshing Gandalf. You know. <laughs> or like Aragorn. I mean, I, the, ki- the, the one true king. Oh, we've co- we've corrupted the holidays. Hey, corrupt- does anybody have any like fun? Holiday, I got nothing. Holiday traditions, I was going to say, like something you watch every year. Appa- I mean, apparently Daddy's cucking Santa Claus. So yeah. <laughs> That's the tradition. I, I, <laughs> Once a year. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> it happens. I just want to point out that I feel bad when I drop F-bombs, but Brendan's over here yelling about cucking. So... <laughs> In fairness, I started it, though. Yeah, Yeah, but he's like fully supporting yeah. it. Where I, I feel yeah. I got questioned when I was... Listen, we're, we're having a good time. We're just a group uh, of friends on Christmas. Just a group of Once the... Once the seal is broken, yeah. also say cuck once. That that's it. We're done. And to be fair, it's not actually a bad word. No, it's not. No, like it's not swearing. So, yeah, no. no. Hey, Chris, you're yeah. a parent. A... Do you think your kids should run around and say and say cuck? Dad's getting then? cucked. I am terrified of my kids saying a <laughs> lot yeah, of words. Yeah, so actually, if just in, if our just small children can't say it, it's a swear. Welcome. Welcome Listen, to no, it's 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 a prudish <laughs> yeah. thing. It's like you're it's like you you worrying that your kids are gonna run around screaming about anal. It's like technically it's not a it's not bad, <laughs> but it's like it's not it's not in polite company. It's, you're not gonna chat with grandma about it at Christmas <laughs> dinner. Yes. Only your friends yeah. on Christmas Eve, apparently. <laughs> it's a it's a totally like you know um mm. you know don't don't yuck people's yums and all that, but like it's you know it's that like. Just not a good good company, but yes, Dana. Um, Yuck, people. Um, hey, you know, we never said where I, I stood on the subject. Okay, we just said that maybe we shouldn't be yelling about it with grandma. Okay. But uh, but to answer your question, yes, every year I make a point to watch the uh, like Mickey Mouse um, Christmas Carol with Scrooge McDuck because it's like one of my favorites. But we also um, every every Christmas Eve will always watch the um, the old. Uh, that was like the the the. 56 version of a christmas carol um the really it's a it's like one of our favorites um muppets or nothing uh you know yeah yeah 1951 with um with uh alistair sim as ebenezer scrooge it's like one of the best interpretations of the movie i think i mean i've already i've already explained my thoughts yeah muppets because Michael Caine. Michael Caine and the the Ghost of Christmas Future was the most scary of any Ghost of Christmas Future in Muppets. Just saying. Um, Brenda, didn't you get that uh, Muppets record too this year? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I am eight bit. Give you that. Yeah. It is Muppets great. record. Yeah. More information about what it is, though. What's it called, Brenda? <laughs> the Muppets Christmas Carol vinyl. I don't think it has there any other name. Well, there you go. Oh, so it's it's the Christmas Carol one? Yeah, I think so. Because actually, the thing I was going to mention is something that we always listened to when I was a kid, and I still put it on for my kids now. And I, I've like never ever seen it referenced like in any other pop culture context. But in 1979, John Denver put out a record with the Muppets for Christmas. That is <laughs> that's so amazing. It, it was based off a TV like 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 off a TV special or something. But it's like John Denver. And the oh, Muppets home for the home together, for the holidays. Was like, it home for the holidays? Uh, no, it's called uh, Christmas uh, Together. It's just uh, there was a Muppets 
Christmas thing that was not like it was just basically the Muppets got together on Christmas and just kind of hung out. And I wonder if that was that. Was it their podcast? You know, I <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen the special. But anyways, like we always had like the oh, the cool. CD playing on on Christmas. Like my dad had like a copy of it that he taped off someone well, that else. Makes sense. And then like we eventually oh got like God. the actual CD once CDs taped were a thing. Taped off someone and... else. What a child. Now I'm well. That this was this was the wild west of the '90s yeah. where you could just tape anything off of anything. I think you still can. But, uh, you know, it's called an MP3, and you put it to a CD if you want to be real weird. Yeah. Well, or just I mean, you know put your. It was can, a little easier or back then. Just but, don't. Uh, That's also an option. Yes. Yeah, so. no. Like, like, like you wouldn't get an MP3, a virus on your cassette deck. Or something. I mean, <laughs> oh god, weird... this is reminding me of my dad. You're getting emails to his email number. He got so mad at me for using my brother's computer because he had no idea how they worked. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so emails go to specific computers and nothing more. And yes, viruses to your cassette tapes. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So yeah, the Muppets are just I I guess an essential part of the holidays Agreed. at this point. Mm-hmm. Jordan that... is wrong. No. You know I heard I heard um I heard really good things although I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched it fully about the um the like CG Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. I don't I don't watch that. It's creepy. I I never um, watched it really once, but I've I've heard a lot of people say I think even like even when it came out, I think a lot of people like largely ignored it. But I like think we have a review on our site for that movie. I remember a lot of people actually said it's really good. I mean, I feel really good as an overstatement. The Robert Zemeckis weird CGI thing is not great. Yeah, because it's just that and the like Polar Express didn't really age super well, despite the fact that like even I, I like the Polar Express a lot as a movie. Like I do think they it was a great good movie. If you in, in if you look at them quickly, it's the dead <laughs> yeah. eyes. That just, those if dead you, eyes. If you <laughs> cover your screen in Vaseline, it looks good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, the- I'm, I'm I'm a purist because like again that that was another tradition we had was always like reading the book and like listening to oh I forget who narrated the old version of the audiobook for that but like we'd like listen to the audiobook and like read the book together Christmas mm-hmm. time and then like a, a few years later they put out a version with Liam Deeson reading Ooh, it, that's it was really cool good. that's kind of cool but uh, they added so much to the movie and it's like this isn't nah, this isn't really Polar Express it's like. Nah, yeah, not we my, had a not my day. We had a thing. really, really intricate um, pop up book of "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and it's like it was so, so like one of our favorite things to uh, to read, like like around the holidays. And now it's like it's still in fairly good shape, but it's it, it's definitely seeing its its uh, its age. Yeah, but oh yeah, that was a that was a that was a really cool one. We uh. So you guys were talking about Muppets. My my father's been gone for ooh, almost 11 years now, 10 years. Um, but Muppets were his jam. That was his mm-hmm. thing. So I still make sure to watch that every year. Um, and then the other one, which actually also came from my father, that I still carry on now with my ex-husband, is every Christmas Eve, we watch Scrooge. So it's kind of a Christmas carol. But, uh, the, I mean, uh, it is a Christmas carol story. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is still like my favorite Christmas movie. Rudolph is like my mom incarnate but uh mm-hmm. scrooge is my jam if i, I don't like... see that i'm genuinely like not okay and it's not you can't stream it you've got to straight up buy really? it really yeah it's crap yeah if you read my articles brendan you'd know that anyway okay. klaus it's, it's not on klaus anything? became uh, one of my like new favorites that, that was the one on netflix right yeah that's, that's another really, really good, good. One. like it's oh it's really ama- animation is is solid um like it is legit good it's super super good yeah uh so yeah I, it was like a year ago ago it yeah. came a year or two ago 
like the animation is kind of that it has similar animation to that arcane series where it kind of looks hand painted but also 3d at the same yeah. time yeah yeah it is that is legit good oh, yeah is that like Story's really good or too family friendly it's family or? friendly it's basically it's about this um it's about this like postman who's like yeah. um he's like really spoiled so he gets sent to this like like middle of nowhere like garbage town where um there's like these two families who are constantly fighting with each other on either side of it and uh He's like he like he needs to establish a post office there that like works in a year other otherwise his dad's gonna like he cut him send off. Two thousand letters, right? That's yeah. The, yeah. So <laughs> so he basically like starts like tricking these kids into like um uh like sending letters to this like woodsman who makes toys and it's sort of like this like this like like new interpretation of how, of the Santa like mythos. But it's, but it's like similar to, it, it's similar to like um, Nordic legend type. Thing yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, well, and I think it because it draws a bit too from um, um, uh, what's like not like not Danish. There's a there's a language German? they uh, it's it is it is Germanic. I know there's the the language that they speak when he when he sort of meets those um those like people who are sort of living out on the uh, mm-hmm. on the ice, and it's like it's an actual like it is an actual language. I forget what it is now. Um, but yeah, it is kind of like that, like sort of like yeah, like Northern European, like kind of like mm-hmm. Germanic uh, folklore. Yep. And yeah, like, and then he ends up like f- sort of forming a friendship with this guy and learning a lot about him. And, and he starts like the, the, the postman himself grows a lot too, like as a character. It's just, it's so genuinely good. Like it, it does also avoids those annoying problems that a lot of these kind of movies have where like pop culture references. Yes, and all that yes. And, and and it's one of the, I think it's one of the last performances uh, by Norm MacDonald in that one too. Really? He was the ferryman in that one. Yeah. Was a, it might have been one of the last movies he was in before he passed. That's what he said. Let's watch that. It's, it's yeah, legit good. Mm. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's very, very good. Great cast too. Um, J.K. Simmons is is Santa. It's um, <laughs> is he really? Yeah, it's J.K. Simmons. That's hilarious. It's uh, oh, wow. and um, uh, what's his name? He was he was the guy. I I, I always forget his name. He was the guy, but I know he was the guy who played uh, Gideon. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. That's who I'm thinking. Oh, of. Okay. oh. yeah. Yeah, and Rashida Jones is in it, and Will Sasso is in it. Oh yeah, so many, so many good people in it. It's a solid movie. Yeah, no, and, and you know, you know, it's good if Brendan is saying it's a good movie. <laughs> I've I've watched things with him. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it could be questionable, but if both of you are, I'll give it a go. How about that? Oh yeah, no, you you will not be disappointed. It's very good. While it's a we Netflix, were, so. while we were on this little adventure, I saw something earlier on Crave. That I thought was interesting, and it's been a roller coaster ride. Um, so it's a show on Crave called Santa Inc. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. Oh yeah, I, I, I saw I saw that. A lot of people were getting very mad about it because they were like, "Ooh, it's a movie about a girl elf who wants to be Santa." But wait, the eighteen plus Christmas show currently has an IMDb rating of one point one out of ten. Okay, it's now the is that lowest rated TV series ever? Okay, but That's now again, is that probably. is that is that genuine people being like this is a bad show or is no, this all I'm like sure oh it's my just god people... I can't believe they wanted a show about a girl being Santa this SJWs are under control. Yeah. So this is it's this is the uh, the synopsis uh, the story of Candy Smalls the highest ranking female elf in the North Pole when the successor to Santa Claus is poached by Amazon on Christmas Eve Candy goes for her ultimate dream to become the first woman Santa Claus in the history of Christmas but I don't think that my favorite part though is like the, the claim to fame here is Seth Rogen 
and Sarah Silverman, and they're both Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, so he, I think that's really stellar. Like, oh, like I, I'm, I'm living every Jewish boy's dream of playing Santa Claus. Santa <laughs> yeah, Claus I think that's hilarious. That was great. So I'm actually kind of curious about that. I thought it was a movie. I didn't know it was a show. And it turns out the lowest rated show on the planet. Oh, so you haven't actually watched it. I, I'm, I'm no. curious how it actually is. No, I saw yeah, it I actually just before we started podcast. So I might give it a shot. I was like, oh, that could be cute. And then I look at him like 18 plus. Okay, don't include the chillin'. Plus, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel there's yeah. probably some like angry like soccer moms in there that didn't realize it was so vulgar and watched yeah. it at the wrong yeah, time. Yeah, that's probably exactly it. It's a cartoon. Why isn't it for kids? Everything claymation is kids. supposed to be for kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you seen the original Rudolph? That thing's kind of terrifying sometimes. It does. It is. The abominable snowman freaks mm. me out. Oh, oh, watch it down. It's more the dentist situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just rips. Absolutely. He literally rips all his teeth out. It's horrifying. Oh, I forgot that did happen. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knocks all his teeth out. He's just got these big gummy flaps. It's fine. And he really enjoys doing it. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's sadism at his best. He loves a good flap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, so God. Sorry. This is a special episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a very, a special, very special episode. episode. It's, a, it's a Christmas special. Tonight, <laughs> in a very special episode of Clone High. <laughs> oh my god, Clone High! God, I love you. That's coming back. Yeah, it, back. it is. Yeah, it's coming back. Shut up. I didn't know You that. didn't know that, Dana? Yeah. I believe, yeah. I thought we talked about this. Maybe we did, and I forgot. That's how my memory works, but I'm relearning it for the first time, and it's pretty great over here. Actually, I, was, I, I, think, I think we talked about it before you came on the podcast the first time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Because I talked about because it, it, it got announced the same time they announced a, a Velma-specific like Scooby-Doo show. And I was really upset that they didn't call it Jinkies. They just called it Velma. And I was like, you had a great title look staring you right in the face. Jinkies? Yeah, I mean, yeah. both are dumb, but yeah, sure. Jinkies yeah, would have worked sure. better. It would have been a better title for the show. Yeah. Like, just it call it Velma. Hmm. And it's it's iconic. It's her catchphrase. There you I guess go. so. There you go. That's what on this episode of what are we going to be mad about today jordan miorti no jordan was already mad about this jordan's over it now pick your hill to die that was on old jordan. Yeah. he will never pick a hill he'll yesterday's pick all jordan. the hills I will, not yeah. today's my whole jordan. life is a hill oh. you're not quite over the hill yet though no it's all right. not yet it's not at all aggrandizing yeah. either <laughs> yeah, you've heard some of these podcasts I've been on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm stuck on the couch with my whiny dog today. So what's next on the podcast list that isn't Scooby Doo? Uh, more Scooby Christmas Doo stuff, I guess. Um, I guess more Christmas stuff. Yeah. I guess. Stupid. Yeah, who are you, Jordan? Is it, is it Halloween yet? Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. You can watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. That'll get you stuck right in between. Yeah. No, that is Christmas movie. Not a that's a Christmas Halloween. movie. Th- yep. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody it, agrees with me on this. It is it, starring it Halloween-like characters, but in well, the actual, you don't see Halloween. You only see Christmas. Thank you. You it's see Christmas in Die set, Hard. What? Just Come set, at me. No, no. Shut up, David. <laughs> I haven't seen the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> no, <laughs> because <laughs> this is the this yeah exactly this is the dumb bullshit everyone talks about because Nightmare Before Christmas is a movie that's actually about Christmas. It's about a guy who wants to experience Christmas and make it his own and he learns the sort of the value of Christmas and like what it means and he learns the, his own like value of himself Die Hard is just set at Christmas much the same as Neighbor Before Christmas is just set in a Halloween town it has it's not an actual Halloween movie it's just very tangentially related to Halloween 
so much so like that Halloween is not shown. Not really. I mean, it's the, 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 the song at the beginning is them, like, ending Halloween. Halloween's yep. over by the time it starts. Yep. Stupid okay. people. <laughs> Bonus points for the way you chose to deliver that uh, rant. Thank yeah, you. It, it definitely shows how much you care. Thank you. I feel real passion. These are the hills Good. I die on, people. <laughs> this, is, this is the hill. I mean, this I support you, but also, yeah. It's going to be fine. Be the, the line is drawn. <laughs> All right, are we? What are we doing? Are we doing reviews and impressions today? Are we just yeah. talking holiday stuff? What's I up? I mean, we can do like. Why don't we just pick one thing we've reviewed and go over it? Like we then... do every week, right? But only one. Only one. <laughs> only one. Well, you're the only one that really has anything, so you get two. Congratulations! Yay. I think Chris has something too. Yeah, he has something. And Jordan oh, could, could have something if he wanted to. <sighs> I guess. I've got nothing. I mean, I can talk about a lot of stuff. I can talk about a car. Yes. Oh yeah, you got the car. I can talk about the car. Oh yeah, you can talk about the car now. I saw the the Instagram pictures. It looked really fun. Beautiful car. Beautiful. Talk about about the the place. The place that you didn't weren't supposed to drive to. Talk about the car. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brendan and I got to check out the uh, Yukon Denali from GMC. Got to do some cool stuff this weekend and game in a car. Ooh, the Wi-Fi in there worked really well. No, well he gamed while I drove, and yeah, that that happened. That is a dream, I suppose. Uh, well, it is his parents, man. But here's the thing, Brendan and I will agree with me on this. There's no place to put your console. Like it's built to yeah. be able to use like a PlayStation in the back seat of your car, which is super cool. But you just have to like leave your console at your feet. Dana, with the Nintendo Switch, you can game in any car. Any car is a gaming car. That is not the same. With the power this, uh, of imagination. This car comes fully loaded with Wi-Fi. You can, like, bring your... Not your PS5, apparently. But your PS4 or your Xbox and, like, play Fortnite online with your friends. You can I also mean, if you got a Switch. phone, you could just tether it, and then every car has Wi-Fi, technically. I mean, this Outdoor. one actually has Wi-Fi built into the car. <laughs> yeah, it does. It is its own Wi-Fi hotspot. Hot if you're out at a cabin in the woods with no Wi-Fi, you will have Wi-Fi. So it's 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 neat. It's also just a beautiful car, and it's so big. Like, it does not need to be that big, but it is definitely that big. And um, it was an experience. I le- learned a lot. And uh, anything else? Brendan, you saw the car. What did you learn? (laughs) What did I learn? I learned that it cannot work a PS5. It will crash it. (laughs) The value of friendship. Yes. I learned how to drive a real big car because I drive like a baby SUV. This one could chew it up and spit it out. Like that that was the joke the whole way to Toronto. I'm like, I'm just going to drive over top of everybody. It's it's literally the biggest normal car I've seen or like consumer car. (laughs) <laughs> the passenger Brendan was like, "It's bigger than that car. It's bigger than that Hummer. It's bigger than that one." <laughs> like, that was the whole the whole trip was. It's bigger than. <laughs> it was bigger than an F one fifty. Yeah, and I drove it. Seriously? I'm just saying, that was pretty cool. So that that's what I did this week. I'm not I'm not the one reviewing it, but I'm like kind of reviewing it. A, a three personer. The true lesson anything. was the noobs we owned along the way. <laughs> yeah, I drove over them all. It's good times. Okay. Uh, what else? Chris, what are you up to? Uh, so I reviewed the uh, Kindle Paperwhite e-reader. Um, you know, I have not been a big proponent of e-books as a avid reader and a writer myself. I, I don't love the medium. 
I see the appeal. I do. I want to like it more than I do, um, but I, I I just don't. And uh, the paper white was uh, impressive with that mindset. Like I, I went in expecting like very little, and I was in, impressed. But I'm still not also converting my library to uh, to ebook form. Mm-hmm. Um, there the there's an inherent like lag or delay or like slowness in the e-reader screens. Mm-hmm. It's part of why you can go like weeks upon weeks without charging your device. But I, for the amount of time I spend actually like reading on e-readers, it's like this is just not worth it. I'd rather charge it more often and have like a more responsive screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice little tablet, actually, perfect size. I found like that, like it's it's the right size to hold. Like you would hold a normal book. Still a little weird holding it without without like a two page spread. That's still kind of strange to me. But uh, as e-readers go, it's the nicest one I've I've tried. Uh, I'm not converted though, and. Uh, I, I still think it's just easier to just use it on your phone because you have like you have your phone anyways. Mm-hmm. This thing isn't exactly like priced for like competition. It's yeah. a fairly expensive device for what it is. Um, and you can get like a fire tablet, like a full fledged fire tablet from Amazon, the same manufacturer for less. <laughs> it's the same size. It would run the Kindle app. And uh, yeah, I think you probably be better off with that. But if you're really committed to getting an, an e-reader, like if you already have a big, like Kindle collection or something, uh, it's a nice upgrade for sure. It's a, hmm. it's a, it's a nice little device. But uh, I had an e-reader so- years and years and years ago, and I remember liking it. But I'm uh, sounds so lame. I'm having a problem with my hand lately, where like half my hand goes numb, and I'm pretty sure it's from holding the way I hold my phone. Like it sits on my pinky. I'm like if I have an e-reader, that's just a bigger device that's gonna live on my pinky, <laughs> and my <laughs> hands will be defeated by all my media. <laughs> so no dice. Well, that and the carpal tunnel from gaming, and yeah, that's like I'm just just reading was my one solace. Uh... If we could just develop a reader that has like a two-page spread, I, I would be a lot happier. Yeah, like a yeah. foldable one. Take yeah, the was... Microsoft Duo. Can, can that one? Mm. Oh, that was a bad. That was bad. Yeah, but I wonder if it could run like a like a book. Yeah. I, I I did some testing with that. It, it's actually not bad, but it, it um, it's not great. It's fine, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we talked about it. Yeah, I just talked yeah. about it. Who knows? Uh, Jordan, what do you have to? Are you talking about your thing? Do you want to talk about your thing? Uh, I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot to talk about. Like, so I I got I reviewed the um the Esca E nine ten wireless headphones E nine hundred and ten. Cool. And they're fine. Like, I I think I think maybe like maybe. Part of me, like, is wondering if, if, well, yeah, like, if I'm, like, wondering if if I had reviewed these before I reviewed, like, the JBL Quantum Mm -hmm. 800s or, like, even the Samsung Galaxy Buds, because I mentioned this in my review, like, if maybe I would have been, like, you know, a little bit more impressed with them, but it's just, like, they're, I I really don't think that I would, because, like, it's not, it's not, it's not even just so much the fact that, like, you know, both the headphones that I reviewed before this, like, had, like, so many more features and were just, like, much more, like, like uh, impressive mm-hmm. uh, headphones. Like, e- even the Galaxy Buds 2, like, give you a lot of options for, like, adjusting audio and, like, different, like, features you can use. Even, like, the some of the more experimental features, like, like sort of, like, double tapping the, the, the very edge of the bud to, like, lower the volume 
you know, kind of when it, when it works, it's like, it's, it's pretty neat, but these are just like, they're just like very middle of the road, you know, if they're, they're not super expensive. So if you want a good pair of like entry level headphones, these will do for you. I found the, the audio like was decent, but it was a little bit muted. Like I, you know, I was, I was just, I had them, I had them set up and I was just watching YouTube and like, I had to crank the volume up, up to like 40 to be able to hear like anything. It just sounded really, really quiet. And then like, you know, the headphones themselves, like kind of, I don't know, they, they, they feel kind of like cheap. Um, they're just, they're, they're very lightweight and they feel like they'll break very easily. Um, and, 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 and the thing that annoyed me the most was that like, so like, you know, I'm a sucker for anything wireless. So like when I saw these come up in, you know, for review and they're like, you know, wireless headphones, I was like, nice. Okay, perfect. I, you know, I want the, I want to try out more wireless headphones, but these are like, these are, you need a dongle specifically to use them. Oh, weird. So like, you, you know, it's, it, it makes it very like, sort of, I guess it's, you know, in terms of like, um, like latency, they're really good because you just plug the dongle and you don't have to worry about any like kind of like, you know, interruptions to the Bluetooth connection or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same, at the same time, you need a Bluetooth or you need a dongle for everything. So it's like, you can't attach this to your phone really. You know, you can't like, you know, if you don't have a TV that support that has a USB support, then it's not going to work. Like it's just, it's just super annoying that you, you know, you have to use up one of the USB ports in your computer if you want to use them. Like, it's just really annoying and so see i prefer that like bluetooth anything is my nemesis i hate it well that's you know my it's my it's the opposite for me i prefer i prefer yeah. the bluetooth because just because like it you, it gives you so much more like options for flexibility to connect to things right like i can use these headphones with my with my uh my jbls i can use them yeah. with my phone i can use them with my tv i can use them with my switch i can use them with everything right i don't need to and especially for someone like me who like records stuff yeah. Um, being able to sync my headphones to my TV to not have to like lose an audio channel and still be able to hear things and not have yeah. like, like sound, like, like conflicting with the microphone makes it a lot more easier with this. It's like problematic. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I don't mean, know what my fine. problem is with Bluetooth. We, we fight, I can't get along with it. So I'm always happy. I'm using the Victrix headset right now and, uh, got a nice little dongle plugged in over there have to yell at anything but i definitely understand the appeal of being able to use it in different places that that can be really limiting when you can't yeah so i mean they're fine if it's like like i said they're they're pretty pretty inexpensive like i think yeah they're like they're like 119 american <laughs> they didn't list a canadian price so like that yeah. that that price could vary but so like for that that amount of money like you, you really can't go wrong but at the same time, it's like you could probably find better stuff for like, if not like maybe like price. a little bit more expensive than yeah, like similar price. Hmm. I get that for sure. Uh, that that means we're on to Brendan. We talked a little last week about Matrix when you weren't here, but I wasn't right. allowed to say anything fun. And you were the official reviewer. Yes, um, I like I liked it. I thought it did um, bring a lot to this franchise that has really doesn't do much in the last little bit. Um, I'm not sure I loved everything they did in the film. I thought the effects weren't nearly as good as they could have been. In... Pigeon. Yeah, the pigeon was bad. Ooh. It's like straight up just a cartoon pigeon in the middle of it. Um, I like it felt, it felt like a flat film in that front. Um, I didn't love 
like the, the storyline felt like it had to have like another movie to kind of explain what's going on in the future of the Matrix because they had all they have all these plot like the robots now work with humans, but you saw like one robot and it was kind of chilling. I'm like, cool. I guess <laughs> that, that that's their friend now. <laughs> Neat. They're just bros. It's fine. Because they talk about like this grand future that spoilers. I mean, it's it's like five minutes into the film. It's fine. Yeah, it's not that important. But but yeah, like they talk about careful. this grand future of like robots and humans working together. And I'm like, but where is that? You you mentioned this thing, and I don't see Why? it anywhere. How? Where? When? But that you that seems that. weird to me too, because like that if that was the central conflict of the first three movies, if they're working together now, like what point does the Matrix serve? Yeah. Well. The, there's a lot. There's, yeah, it. that's the, it, it's more <laughs> complex than that. Hmm. There are questions to be answered. Dun, 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 it was dun, a good dun, movie, dun. though. Like we enjoyed it. It there were small problems, but it mm-hmm. still scored well. Yeah. From us, anyway. Mm. From us. Um, and some people did also, not like it. Yeah, nice. there were some people that are like, "You're you're a pretty big fan of the series," but there are some people that are hardcore fans that are just like, "This was." garbage it was terrible it was mm. stupid i'm like well those are mature arguments Actually, um, it, it, it's sitting at a 65 on metacritic currently mm-hmm. no, that's not great but um is that everybody or just uh journalists that, that's just critics because it's not out yet mm-hmm. Comes out to well yeah day. but there's been the embargo was today and there were reviews everywhere yeah, it's it's, like, it's really running the the gambit. Like the top thing on uh, a Metacritic right now is from the San Francisco Chronicle, which gave it a hundred. Uh, yeah. IGN gave it a four, like I mentioned earlier. The New York Post twenty five. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Like it's uh it's gonna be really divisive. It seems. See, and I'm not it. like hardcore Matrix. I've seen them, but like I, I, they are not like my religion or anything. And I didn't see anything terrible about it. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed it. Plus, I, I cried. Mean, so there. Plus, I mean, like, there's the it's it's standing on a foundation that's very rocky to begin with because the sequels were already so divisive in themselves. So, like, yeah. you had the space film, and then you went wild with the sequels, and you either like created a huge rapid fan base that also went through your MMO and everything like that, and you also like totally turned people off and became like a meme in yourself, and mm-hmm. so you know you're you're gonna have a lot of people who are going into this like with preconceived notions kind of like what happened with star wars too right like with the, with the prequels lost a lot of people and then you know try to do something else with the sequels and you know you'll, you've already lost people i honestly i enjoyed the things they did with like the meta narrative they had going on in the film i liked some of that stuff going i like some of that i did, i felt uh the neil patrick harris character was fantastic mm-hmm. uh hmm. but he was I, neil patrick harris though yeah like, he was just playing himself yeah so I, I can see where people might whine about that, but I think it worked really well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could see I could see why people were there were some things that people didn't like. I, I felt the effects weren't great. I felt there was a lot more to tell in the story they kind of left out. Uh, some of the acting was hit or miss. I didn't really yeah, understand they were... some of the. They had a lot of clips from the past movies. I'm like, I don't I don't really need a clip of the scene when they're having a kind of a retread of the exact same scene right now, I don't need that playing in the background. That's, that's not necessary. I understood what happened. What is this? Like a clip show episode? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that happened quite a bit. I was actually curious how long the movie would be if you just removed all those parts. Yeah. It's that substantial. Uh, uh, like it, sometimes a, it's just yeah. like the wall in the background is 
playing the old movies. And you're like, I don't know why we're doing that, but okay. They kind of, they're like, this is to help you, but it's really not at all. It's just Remember a, Berries is clearly what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of nostalgia. I think they did more than just a nostalgia tread. I think they did some interesting things and played with that narrative. Um, I want to see if they do more of the films and kind of build on this as a kind of foundation. If they don't, it'll be an interesting one-off. If they do, it could be an interesting new series. Hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of the things that people can be mad about too is like um, the change in Smith. Mm-hmm. And, and stuff like that i feel like people that are really set on the series might be upset about that whereas somebody like me who did enjoy the series but isn't married to it i was like yeah that's cool that's a different take i've definitely been like the movie dear john which is a nicholas sparks book i'm like why is her hair a different color this is crap so i get it but i, I can see both sides but i also think um i am of two minds because their computer programs, they could look like anything. It doesn't really matter. But also, it's unfair to put these new actors in roles of like landmarks of cinema. Like Hugo mm-hmm. Weaving is an icon. It's hard to stand up to him, no matter how good an actor you are. And to have that as like I am the new person of that is taking over his reins. It's like oh, you could have just been a new villain and it would have been just fine. But okay. Yeah, you probably didn't need to be that guy, but all right. <laughs> also, si- side note, apparently Hugo Weaving rapped in Elvish at some point. Yes, I, I saw did. that. He did on the uh, Apple like, Bears great. Uh, tribute to Lord of the Rings. But also, oh, I saw one, that. Look at me all caught up. But also, like, <laughs> Hugo Weaving is just just an icon. Yeah. Note. Well, and that's and that's the thing too, because isn't that that's sort of like part of the movie? At least if the if the marketing's to be believed, that like you know a lot of Matrix Resurrections is kind of like playing with the idea that like you know certain things from the original Matrix like maybe weren't like true, or you know there's like blending and there's weird things like you're remembering it wrong. So mm, like, I can't say anything. To, I cannot <laughs> comment on that one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. Because that would be a spoiler, and I don't want to. I, I think it's okay. good enough to see. I think this is a movie that's worth the spectacle of seeing in the cinema. It will be coming to HBO Max and maybe Crave, I guess. I don't know. Watch it really loud, whatever you yeah. think. That was actually really satisfying. I'm I actually being close to, to Max, yeah, because I, I, I do want to see it. But uh... We but saw yeah. it in an IMAX theater, and it was it, it felt good. I don't, I don't know, I don't know totally what to think about it, just because I think the the one the one thing I liked was um, friend of the uh, or the podcast, Reina Cervantes. Yep. Uh, had a really good tweet that was like negative reviews of major Re- resurrections are just listing off everything great about the sequels. <laughs> so it's kind of like, <laughs> <kinda> like mm. <laughs> not sure what I, not sure how I feel now. <laughs> I, uh, it's fine. Like I think it's actually better than uh, like I, it's not a four. I liked it a lot. I think there was it's not a broken movie. No, it's just. The effects aren't as good as they could have been, and they looked better in the past. And some of the choices they made with the storyline just feel unfinished. But beyond that... It also kind of feels like there's another one coming. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it feels like a setup movie. And I yeah. feel that they need to have another movie to kind of finish it off. I wish that they wouldn't have done that part, though. Like, I wish they would have just let it be. I mean... Just the end. Thank you. It's such it's a big like franchise it, that... The Matrix is the next Star Wars! Sorry. I don't want them to do that, but <laughs> no, neither do I. 
So there'll be one mediocre movie, one really good movie that everyone complains about, and one god-awful piece of trash. And several yes. years later, we'll start another three. There you go. <laughs> so it's we'll going to be an endless cycle. Endless yeah. cycle for The Matrix. It's constant yeah. th- trilogy. Keanu can never die. He's he's. It's been it's true. He's ageless. It's been speculated. So there you well, have now, it. Now I'm just sad that we don't have a Star Wars movie this Christmas because that was becoming like a tradition for me. It was oh, yeah, there was like two a year. Well, Fett's coming though. That's not a movie, but it's coming. Well, yeah, that's nice, but I mean, there was a couple of years right. where we got to like, go to the theaters in December and we'll see a new Star Wars movie specifically. But it was also getting to the point that it was two a year because you had like the non-Star Wars, non-major Star Wars, then you had the like the number of releases. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, it, that's true. Then they're like, "What if most of these fail? Okay, we're gonna stop for a while." Well, and then everything else happened coincidentally. So I mean, they yeah. kind of made them quit, but uh, that was a nice yeah. little tradition for a while and i hope they get back to it soon yeah but uh, anyways that's a huge digression <laughs> but jordan may be sad <laughs> anyways job done <laughs> and then the only other thing really to to chit chat about is still yours brendan with the witcher oh yeah um uh, I, I mean i yeah but you can talk about this one too um, i can only talk about 4.75 episodes uh i think they definitely the so here's the thing this Honestly, was a... I smoked a huge joint and I needed to go to bed. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, I'm in the U.S. <laughs> um, the Witcher finally feels like a show in itself. It has, it feels complete in a way. Like, it feels the characters are no longer just kind of like doing bad cosplay of what the Matrix, lo- uh, not the Matrix, the Witcher looks like. It feels like they embody these characters and it seems like they're building towards something. Um. <laughs> I only worry because they've already talked about Henry Cavill stepping away from the, sh- the role, and I feel he finally he finally feels like Is the that Witcher. Like hundred percent confirmed. Like I, I know you've they... said it. I haven't gone looking because I really don't want it to be true. And everywhere I see him, he's talking about how great everything is. So like, yeah, is and, it real? And... I've seen that too because I remember it was sort of the same thing I mentioned earlier where like I saw an article where the headline really seemed to suggest that like Henry Cable was stepping down and someone was replacing him. And then when I tried to Google it again like the next day, I could not find a single story that suggested that Henry Cable was really? stepping down as as Geralt and that he like was being replaced by anybody. So like I don't know to like if that was just a rumor that kind of like went awry and people like picked up the story and tried to run with it and then it turned out to not be true. So everyone just like scrapped it because yeah, I can't find a single source that seems to confirm that that's what's happening. Yeah, I I, I found a few sources, but they all seem like they're all quoting the same thing. So I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Uh, is... Brendan told me one important thing. Um, he he got a better wig this season. It it feels it look does it not look better? <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, did you ever think there was a moment that I didn't think Henry Cavill looked perfect? That's Just, fair. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> throwing that out there. Jennifer as well. What is her actual name? I have no idea, but God, I love her. So much love. Yeah, I mean, the like Bard Henry is back. Ca- Henry Cavill's talking about how he's excited for season three, so, you know. Have you been feeding yeah. me misinformation? You crushed my no, soul no. a few days it ago. Was, it was written. Like, there were stories about it. it was, <laughs> People I, no, wrote those I, words I, down. <laughs> I 100% saw that, too, and I, I was talking about the guy, with the, the guys I work with. To be fair, I think it was Screen Rant, so, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying. No, wait, wait. Uh, by Matt Bulmer, for which was season three. No, don't say that. 
that's not exciting. I also am in love with Matt Bomber, but you're going to take those words back right freaking now. No, I'm not okay. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if this is true at all. I'm going to go with no. I, Matt Bomber is not, like, he plays, like, a womanizing kind of character in a lot yeah. of things he does, but not, like, a hunka hunka. Yeah, I said that. I hate my life. <laughs> so ashamed. I'm going to go back to this hole. <laughs> I can't whistle or I would have done that. Hubba <laughs> hubba. There you go. Mm. Yeah. So shame, Dana. It's Christmas. <laughs> On that note. This is Jesus' birthday. Time, what did everybody ask Santa for this year? Money. That's fair. Get me out of the crushing debt. That, that never goes away, pretty... Jordan. It just stays. Maybe some new socks, too. You know what? I would love a pair of socks. Christmas is socks. not Christmas to me without socks and underwear. I don't care how old I am. Like, it's not Christmas unless everybody gets socks and underwear. Well, it's funny how, like, when you're a kid, you don't want those things, and then you become an adult, and it's like, now it's like, if I don't get socks or underwear, like, I'm genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. My mom has has trained us. Like she's obsessed with Christmas socks. Everybody in my family has to have them. You have to be wearing them at Christmas. And uh, she picked up my six year old today to go for a sleepover while I was at work. And she messages me to tell me that he's just decked out in his Christmas gear. He's got a Christmas shirt. He's got Christmas socks. He's got Christmas stuff packed. And I'm like, I wasn't there to do that. So like <laughs> he just came out that way. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's broken. But uh, yeah, no, Christmas isn't Christmas without socks and underwear. It's the rule the rule yeah i agree um I, uh, I kind of already have my christmas gift waiting for christmas day which is uh, a switch oled nice. oh nice yeah is that I technically remember. your gift or is that like the family gift uh it's definitely my gift yeah combination of, of, of gifts you're so. gonna say it's for the family but then hide it from everybody hide we will we will use it as a family but uh, <laughs> <laughs> only when dad's home this is for work uh my family's had a really <laughs> hard time with me this year because i started working for cdm this year so i'm reviewing things and i'm playing with all the new toys and like and they're like but what do you want actually i want a new play and charge kit for my xbox because one of the products that i've been using has crapped out on me really yeah my uh otterbox batteries my power what are they called power swap saving something there's a lot of words involved i loved them when i got them but there are two batteries i playing fortnite for three to four hours max Mm -hmm. i have to change them that's probably not good yeah one battery should last me more than three hours Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean the 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 ps5's batteries are pretty crap like for the controllers but they're not great they're not that bad yeah no the these power swap like the benefit of them is that they're supposed to you get like a light and it tells you that the battery's going to die and there's a little like <sighs> containment thing that keeps a charge so you can pop one battery out and pop another one in and you've mm-hmm. got about 30 seconds to change the battery before your controller dies which is cool but that shouldn't happen like three hours into a gaming session and for anybody who doesn't game that listens and is like three hours that's too long blah 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 no 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 i'm that's used to like long? 12 hour gaming sessions if i said that to my mother she'd be like well why are you playing for that long Oh. Because that's like, what? I, what is this? Nine hundred hours in Animal Crossing. Settle down. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, so th- that's become a problem lately. Like I've been dying in the middle of Fortnite because my friggin' charger keeps dying. So I've asked Santa for a play and charge kit, which seems so basic. That being said, even if your family is frustrated with like 
buying stuff for you because you know other stuff we get access to like have you stepped into gamestop recently there's all kinds of like crazy game merch yeah. for like yeah. things you're related to that are like from christmas socks even actually brendan and i were at gamestop the other day and i was totally looking at christmas socks that <laughs> absolutely happened so or just like weird little merchandise that you wouldn't ever expect to find and it's like oh well, this would be kind of cool gamestop has like a lot of Wow, I was gonna say GameStop has a lot of games now. Um, I have, like a lot of a lot of like uh, board games and stuff like that now too. I mean, they probably have for a while. I just haven't gone into one in a long time because the internet does my shopping for me. But um, they they have a lot of cool stuff. I got uh, my son this little Iron Man light that like connects to other lights. Although I couldn't figure out how to make it turn off, so I wrapped it, and I'm pretty sure it was still lit when I put it in the closet. Hmm. Oh, that's that bad. It's surely dead. it's surely gone now. Yeah, we'll see how what kind of batteries it takes. This podcast brought to you by GameStop. <laughs> we can train safe. Brendan, what are you asking Santa for this year? Um, I literally have no idea. I have a present for you. It's over there. Not fun though. Sorry. Well, that's nice. Boss, he doesn't get fun stuff. <laughs> Beachwood donuts. It's Beachwood mm. Donuts. Yeah, We're going to watch think... Dexter for Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. All right. There you go. That's our new tradition. <laughs> Watching murder on Christmas. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> christmas It's accurate. There yeah, are Christmas yeah. things about murder. Yeah, it's, it's a good way to ring in the holidays. Dana wants V-Bucks for Christmas. Do you... No, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. I could go back to playing Save the World. That would probably work. I, that'll save me some some money. Yeah, so it's good. You can bank V bucks. I don't know if you can anymore. Somebody go buy Save the World and let me know. It, I think it's free, isn't it? Save no, the World is not free. That's the paid one. Oh, okay. Kindly get out of here. I don't think they made it available on the Switch anyway, too. So I can do it for you. Oh, them. yeah, no, they didn't. That's true. That's true. Well, that got solemn. That's a. Is Boba Fett gonna cost V bucks? He's gonna cost V bucks, isn't he? I need some V bucks. <laughs> Jordan, what are you asking Santa for? Everybody I got just, to like sell them. What else? I told you, I said no, I money. No, um, <laughs> Something we can give you. That's what I um, want. Three turtle doves. Um, and a partridge in here. Yes. Would you settle for five gold rings? No, uh, no. I'll take the ten. Dancing and, uh, ladies. Chung Chi. <laughs> All right. All right. What is? This podcast got weird. <laughs> it's How long have we it's run? Are we, I think we're done, guys. <laughs> it's been yeah, weird. I think yeah. it's wrap up time. <laughs> yeah, I think we're Chris, cut. Bring Nobody us wants home. to talk to us before Santa cucks us all. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 the dad is being cucked by Santa. Oh, Sorry. Right, right, and mom's bringing out her. I don't really know how that word really works. Oh, to be honest, I, I just gonna... hear people calling it people on, on on dark corners of the internet. So, I'll, I'll, we'll talk later, Chris. We'll yeah. talk later. Yeah. That's another so podcast. That's, kind of podcast. Talk about. that's that's what we say for Jordan's podcast. That's yeah. That's her. That's her pixels in like after dark. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on that note, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, if you want to read more on these topics, most of them, some of them are not covered <laughs> on the site, uh, you can find full coverage like, at cgmagonline.com. Um, like Santa's cucking. Exactly. Yeah. Spotify, uh, coincidentally, has just added rating to podcasts, uh, which is a, which is, is accessible, which is accessible from their app. 
only uh, mobile app, not the only, yeah. only the mobile app at this point currently, as as of this recording. So if you could do us a favor and hop over to your Christmas uh, gift to us, would be a nice big rating. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Um, be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for C- just search for CG Mag. Uh, and if you, if you have any questions or comments, we have a brand new email you can send them to. Uh, that's podcast at cgmagonline.com. We'd love to hear from you and maybe answer some of your questions like a mailbox segment. So uh, s- send them in. Uh, Brendan, where can people reach you? Uh, Bfry26 on all the socials. And Dana? Uh, at the Dana Eileen. D A Y N A E I L E E N. I know how to spell it, Jordan. Okay. Anyway. Did he say you didn't? <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, weird. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we're not going to listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. If only there were proof. <laughs> <laughs> uh you can find me at on uh tiktok uh twitter and instagram at ninja x jordan and you can find me on youtube at ninja jordan reviews and mm-hmm. i am on twitch at guild two taps i reversed my uh, order this week for some reason or on twitter at hoogathy that's h-o-o-g-a-t-h-y uh that's gonna do it for us have a happy and safe uh holiday season and cr- merry christmas Wear a mask. Things are getting nasty again. Stay safe and all that. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Santa. You singing. <laughs> Joy to the world. <laughs> do, do, do.